All right, welcome everyone once again to How to Pakistan. I've got Musharraf Sadi with me, and this is the start of season three. So, welcome everyone. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, salam Fasi. Good yes. to see you. I just tapped your hand. Yeah. Even though we shook hands earlier. We shook hands. I feel like it's a special moment. It's season a, it, three. I'll tell you what it is. And what we're talking about is PSL. So it's a fist bump moment. Fist bump right yes. there. Are you, before we get started, in fact, as, as, a, as an instrument of getting started, just be honest. I won't hate you and I won't make fun of you. Yes. Were you one of those weak need, weak willed, weak tummied, uber liberal, pseudo pack, non nationalist people who did not want to have the PSL final in Lahore? So, the great thing about Musharraf Zaidi is that when he knows he's got one over you, he'll use it. <laughs> 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 so yes I was uh, in the Imran Khan camp I was against it I thought that uh, look the wave of wait, terror wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. this is not the first time you've been in the Imran Khan camp so, I know. so forget we're, okay so we're not talking about the PSL final I think we need to talk about your obsession with Imran Khan <laughs> no so it's actually a repeat of history like at the time of the elections when I voted for him I was in the camp and then I separated with deep disappointment <laughs> Before the PSL, I was with him, and now I've separated <laughs> with deep disappointment. So, it's a repeat. But it, in that way, in many ways, you're a typical PTI sort of, you know, leader, because a lot of those folks, you know, <laughs> were with him, yeah. weren't with him, back with him. It's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it, it's kind of a, there's a revolving door theme. So, so, you know, there's that movie Sliding Doors with yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. There's revolving doors featuring sort of you. I and, agree. And BTI. I agree. Like, what's yeah. going on with that? I, I just have no idea. But Why did so, you change your mind? Why, are you, why, why do you think it was a good idea to hold it? So, I'll tell you. I'm usually not beholden to these sort of things where people talk about, you know, national mood and confidence. But in the run-up and on the day of the match, I felt like it was the best 14th August ever. I have to say... I was, I loved it. I mean, after a while, it felt for, you know, we are fractitious, we are, you know, divided. And I think that is also our uh, national character. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. But this one time, I just felt that it was such a great antidote. And I'll tell you one thing, why I was against it was, I didn't like how it was framed. Now, you know, when first Najim Sethi said, we lost the people, right? So in my opinion, right, you don't ask a policy question from the people in that fashion. And then I thought that the benefits were being oversold. I still think international cricket is not coming back because of one match. I think that's just overselling and unnecessary. But where I think he was absolutely right and where like the Mia Kalpa comes in, which is the, the the nation really needed it because I was kind of shocked, right? With after the wave of terror, after uh, Lahore, after KP, after Fata, after Seven, you know, I wasn't as taken aback from it because I thought, okay, look, it's winter time; those places are hard to access. You can't do an operation. They regroup, and then a wave starts once the thawing begins. But for a lot of people, they had absolutely forgotten there was. A feeling that, yes, the backbone is broken and we're over this. They neglected that this is probably a 10-year thing that we're going to have to continue with. But, um, frankly, 
the way people seem to be demoralized or how taken aback they were and the result that came, like the way they feel now, I think it was a magic pill. I absolutely, absolutely adored this. I'm glad that they went ahead with it, that they put so much effort behind it. It's something I absolutely love. I have you, ruined, you ruined the podcast, right? Right. Because there's <laughs> no, I can't, like, how am I supposed to disagree with that? I mean, that is, that is my position. I guess the only benefit of my position is that I knew going in and I was, I was for it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also say that both your position and my position is predicated as much as it is on the competence and the preparation of the Punjab police yeah. and the Punjab government as it is on pure dumb luck, or as I would like to call it, Allah ka rahim, right? Yes. I mean, without God's mercy and, and his sort of, you know, blessing. Oh, I agree. I don't, I don't think that that night goes off. Like, we could have been 10 times, you know, I wrote about this, right? Like, we could have been 10 times more prepared and we could have still had some something bad happen. Yeah. So the fact that nothing bad happened and the fact that it was, but there's more to this than, than kind of the, you know, I think there's a fixation on the terror aspect of it, but in the context of a Pakistan in which Pakhtuns are deeply injured, yes. deeply, like even the most nationalist Pakistani, like green flag waving, I don't know, pro Jamaat Islami and PTI supporting sort yeah. of Pakhtun, like he's like, whoa, did you, is it? Is, did that really just happen, this whole like profiling yeah. thing? I think it's a separate conversation, but what, 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 what I'm trying to say is in the context of what Peshawar has gone through, in the context of what Quetta has gone through, that you had a Qaddafi Stadium match yeah. featuring Peshawar versus Quetta, I don't think you could have written this better, man. I agree, I agree. I'll tell you one other thing. We're going to discuss profiling in a separate uh, podcast, but the thing I loved was finally, you know, what I wanted from the Punjab government was just some contrition because, look, we know how policing is lazy in this country. Even if it's including not, in KP. Including in KP, everywhere, like right? Pashtun on Pashtun. Pashtun on Pashtun, <laughs> right? So it's lazy. I, I think there was definitely an ethnic element and the prejudices were at play, but also lazy, lazy policing was at play. The fact that they got cops who spoke Pashto was really important to me. Because you it was don't. to me as well. Yeah, yeah you, absolutely. The, the fact that they did that was uh, a stroke of genius and a small element to those who were observing, okay, that there is some redemption in this or some at least acknowledgement that what happened, even though they didn't do the right thing essentially, but they did something. And for me, most of the times, something is better than absolutely nothing. And I think that was great. The other thing is that, um, so, I mean, like, Again, coming to Imran Khan's position, just one thing is that when he was saying that, I think he, like me probably, I also judged the national mood differently or probably in my case, I didn't care so much about the national mood. I thought that, you know, just the policy aspect. Can you hold it? Can you not? It's a security question. But um, so what's happened since, of course, was once you're... And I think all of us do it to some degrees. Like once you've been caught out on a mistake, you double down and you compound your mistakes. And unfortunately, though, I've seen, you know, the redeeming interview last night, which I think made it even worse because it added layer upon layer of (laughs) qualification that was like worse. Like Dan and Sami right now, honestly, is like 
the most popular man in this country. If he was in a presidential election, we'd I love vote that for him. I love that I man. I love that man, right? I, I don't know what you call like a pro-Darren Sami guy. Yeah. Call it Patwari, call yeah. it Insafi. Yes. Call it, whatever, man. Yeah. What a man. Oh, I love What a spirit. Guy. And I'll tell you one thing, you know, um, so in the way I, since I'm not a sports guy, in the way I support teams is like in the World Cup, somebody told me like you're, approach is ridiculous so if i see you know the uk versus say uh, a former colony i'm with the former colony right i'm always with the underdog and it's just some weird i think it's more you're with the oppressed nation yes whichever one it is right this one was a really confusing one am i with peshawar am i with <laughs> i had i was very clear about this right? right i decided that the only reason i would support quetta yeah. is because of like some some strange, convoluted political logic, right? right. That, like, you know, Baloch sort of, you know, yeah. brotherhood, whatever. Yeah. First of all, Quetta is more of a Pashtun city than a Baloch city. Uh, Baloch don't like That's hearing true. it, but I mean, just just like Peshawar is more of a Hindko city yes. than it is a Pashtun yes. city. Absolutely. Um, and Karachi is more of a Pashtun city than anybody knows until the until the census. until the census. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's still a it's still a major city, by the way. Yes. Just FYI. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's a bit more your city than it yeah. than it used to be. But give us ten years, <laughs> <laughs> or 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 give give strategic depth ten years. Oh yes, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but I think, yeah, I, I for me it was, I have a, I have a actually a very, I feel like a very intimate relationship with Peshawar. Yeah. Um. I go there reasonably frequently. Yeah. Um. And uh, just being from Islamabad, you end up having, I think, again, just by virtue of geography and numbers, you end yeah. up having a lot more friends that are from there. I, Pashto is in my, it's beyond just like a familiar language, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I sometimes feel like I'll wake up one day like speaking Pashto. Yeah. Like it's a dream of mine. Right. right? Yeah. Like I actually, I have. And a, I think you'll acquire it because whenever you no, make fun of me using phrases, you know, they're perfectly intonated yeah so intonation yeah. has never been a problem for yeah. me right yeah it's just knowing the actual language i've got that damn pat yeah. it's, it's really the it's really the the actual vocabulary that i mean i know salor and and you know yeah. that i'm stuck after after and of course i i've told i don't know if we've done this on the podcast or not but you know i've told you how, what the actual the only non gali pashto that i know is is how to ask somebody's hand in marriage yes yes i have told you that right yes, so yes. Dhamma yes know, exactly but. anyway yeah. so um but what i, I had found to support peshawar uh, yeah. but the biggest reason yes and and i tweeted this as well i mean if you've eaten that jassi tikka yeah like there's i mean somebody said what about sajji i was like bro just give it up <laughs> just give it up man like don't even don't yeah. even try right yeah. because yeah. it's like there's nothing like the only thing that that exceeds that is 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 nihari right? right like i mean other than nihari yeah there's just that mutton kadai my god it's how can you not love peshawar it's a great city i i have to say the one of the things was that ultimately i i was with peshawar cuz i uh you know i passed the tebet test which is <laughs> <laughs> because, but but I, what I found strange yesterday was then when I was listening to Imran Khan's clarification that, no, of course, Darren Sami is not a Patichar. But then he clarified he's not a world-class cricketer either. And I was like, 
you just stop at one point. No, no, and then yeah. and then Hamid Mir laid it on the plate for him. I didn't watch the show, but I yeah. watched a clip that that Mirza put out, and he said, "So I love dead and semi." Yeah. And Imran's response was, "Over to now, Jana." And it's like, well, guy, you just you just like racially impugned him. Yeah. And his cricketing ability. Yeah. Just the day before. So, thoda so and and it's not like you've never been over before mere tigeron mere shiron you know yeah. uh, aage <laughs> you know yeah. like ptv like it's a lot of the insafis you know for them it was a glorious moment you know of the destruction of public property yeah. but for a lot of normal <laughs> for a lot of normal people that that don't suffer from that sort of condition yeah. i mean people haven't forgotten that there's yeah. a lot of votes that that party ended up losing yeah. because of that behavior so it's okay to redeem yourself by being a little bit over right yeah. and i guess for me why the yeah, psl was a good idea yeah was because it is over yeah of course from a security standpoint it shouldn't have been done but of course from a security standpoint we should never leave home again yeah yeah fussy we go to the marriott for like conference after conference and yeah. i i i mean i actually you know when i can afford it some decent food there yeah, as well yeah what same person would ever go to the marriott having lived through two attacks the way that we have i agree forget that yeah for me main jume pe jata na parade lane main nahi bhul i cannot like i cannot remove parade lane from from my from my mind yeah right sending your kids to school yeah if if you were in this country and you were conscious on on december 16th 2014 how you send your kids to school it's a i salute every parent in this country so i have a question actually so i i i fully subscribe to what you're saying except here the thinking was different on my end which was and i wonder how you made this exception which is you get a wave of terror and it's very clear that everyone is taken by surprise whether it's the intelligence agencies whether it's the forces whether it's the government whether it's the civil sort of administration or police and that you know you even see that in the reflexive actions that have been taken which don't appear to be all that well thought out they are you know whether it's closing the border or doing cross border shelling now all of that is basically you know when you when you're under siege and you want to be seen to be doing a certain number of actions and there's a lot of so that surprise element was there and when you don't have let's say your hand over the pulse with confidence on a recent wave of terror why would you make an exception to that so like i agree that i was wrong they managed but what was the thinking that said okay because ultimately it was a risk analysis right you had one i had one what's the benefits no what's i don't think so i disagree I, okay. and i haven't talked to i'd love to talk to shabash sharif about his thinking process about this right. but from what i can glean it wasn't on a matrix uh, fussy you were right and the people who not imran khan imran khan opposed it I, I i'm sorry i just he's just demonstrated too much cynicism for me to think that his opposition had anything to do with anything other than uh you know his opposition to the, to the regime i i don't know on this one i do think that he was thinking on the same framework of security i don't i mean the split was sorry, fairly just, even really, right no i i don't think it was actually i think there was a lot i mean there's two types of people that opposed it right Imran yeah. Khan plus plus which is people <laughs> that'll just do what Imran Khan says and then it was people like yourself and uh, I know Ahmed in fact I you know I had a 
I had a back and forth with him on Twitter. Okay, I missed um, that. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you the you know, <laughs> lowdown yeah, later, or, yeah. or I'll send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, um, yeah, I, I I I don't think that if you did the math, you could come out saying we should go ahead with the match. If you do the math, the math doesn't work. You've just had and like. For example, why block me? What actually happened? Yeah. You still, there's Don't still know. enough, yeah. like, you know, there's enough cloud over that. Yeah. Here's what I do know. And again, I know this based on feeling because I don't have any evidence for this, right? Right. The w- recent wave of attack was specifically targeting, uh, seven, uh, sorry, was specifically targeting the Eco Summit yes. and the PSL final. Yes. Right? So the fact that both of them happened is in and of itself a victory. I but, agree. But rationally speaking, like if you were to do the matrix and you were to base everything based on our last 10 years in this country, you, sh- you should have canceled both of them. Yeah. Here's the problem. If you keep doing that, there is no exit. Yeah. You're on a highway with no exits. Uh, security downgrading or upgrading, whatever you want to call it, is it works like that. Unless you do risky, insane stuff, you can't counter insane stuff. Right. So to me, the reason we had to do it is that, let me put it this way, Khudana Khasta, if something would have happened, right? Like the real interesting, uh, uh, for you, it's an easier retrospective, right? Because you can just say it went off well, so you could switch positions, right? Yeah. It's a harder question to ask me at the end of having done this. Suppose Khudana Khasta, something really bad had happened, right? Yeah. Like a major terrorist attack, yeah. right? Would I, at that point, have said it was a mistake to support holding the PSL final in the hall? That, to me, and I haven't asked myself that question. Yeah. I've asked it now because you're looking at me with those, yeah, yeah. With those judgy eyes. <laughs> and now I'm really, now I, now I feel under the gun because actually it is not a snap decision. I don't think I can say. So, so let's say it's the day after the, uh, the, the attack, the, the great massive attack you know, at or near or inside Gaddafi Stadium. Yeah. God knows how many people, you know, just countries in tears, yeah. right? It's just, let's let's say it's worse than APS, right? Yeah. At that point, do you go back and say it was a bad decision to have conducted the PSL final? To me, the fact, to me, you have to think about that carefully. I don't think because the bad thing happened, you can switch the decision. And in that in that regard, the reason you should switch your decision shouldn't be that it went off well. It should be that you see the logic of having supported it because it went off well. That for, for you, the yeah. imagination or the creative process of imagining a successful event was hard and therefore the math was more important. Yeah. And the math said, don't do it. Now that you've seen kind of the, the magic of it, like you said, the yeah. magic pill, right? Yeah. Now that you've seen the magic of it, you say, you know what? Even though the math still doesn't work, the magic was worth it. Yeah. So, but that's an easier journey, right? You know, no, I agree. because people yeah. haven't died. Yeah. If you put the hypothetical to somebody who supported it, like I do, that if there had been the worst possible attack that you can imagine, because you held the event, or during the event, or at the event, or you know whatever related to the event, do you then go back and reverse your belief in the magic because it's the opposite of magic that happened? Yeah. Do you still reject the math? So. The interesting thing that in this explanation that I actually really like is my question to a lot of people was that, again, when you look at sort of 
the risk assessment, you look at everything, like why were you on that side, right? Because I was just wondering, like, what was it? Because ultimately that was, like you say, uh, maybe not the right side on an assessment point of view, but it was, in terms of an effect point of view, it definitely was. But my question then is, is that if it had been framed, right, I found the whole debate around holding the match very troubling, which was one was like, you know, sort of asking the public, uh, everyone's because it seemed to be sort of like a, a populist gambit rather than a very direct that, you know, nothing is going to stop us. We're going to fix as much as we can. We're going to go ahead with as much as we can. The aim is normalization. This is one element of it. And then, of course, then when you go back and then, uh, you know, I think had it had, God forbid, anything had happened, I first of all, I don't think you could have rationally discussed it for at least 10 days or so, because it would have been such a huge thing. The other thing which I had... I think people would have off themselves. I think the yeah. depression, literally, like, I I mean, Allah maaf kare, I, I, after something like that, especially because of the buildup and... And especially knowing how we feel so elated that it went off, to imagine a scenario in which it hadn't gone off, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, very, it's a very tough. But it, you haven't asked me to answer the question of yeah. whether I would still support it. So would you? I wonder if I should actually own the answer to that publicly or not, right? Because, yeah. look, I think, I think the war, I think that we are a war economy and a war society. And because we're war economy and war society, but this is kind of a a new kind of war, and it's a war that's going to last for more than a generation. Yeah, I don't think we've thought through what kind of boldness the public sector really needs here. Yeah, right? and also I don't think we like even this debate on. And again, we have a separate discussion planned for the military courts, but yeah, because that's the first thing that came into my mind when you just said that. What? Is that, again, like when we have boldness of this sort, is the question is whether it's worth it to drive your boldness and your energies in this rather than where it's no, also but needed. You're assuming that there's 100 units of energy yeah. and we have to, you know, that, that everything is fungible and therefore, you know, we have yeah. to allocate the energy in certain directions. Yeah. So, what, what <coughs> one of the arguments against holding the final was it would divert security resources away from where they're already needed and already short for a period of time in a very focused way yeah. and kind of it's an elite indulgence yeah. and I, to an extent that that may be true yeah. but you know the elite are also citizens of this country yeah right and the elite and how they how they feel about the elite and how they feel about you know um, themselves and their country and the potential of this country yeah uh, it's uh, that's important too. Now, is it worth taking the risk of people's lives? Is it worth allowing you know less privileged people to to die? I mean, these are all va valid questions. But the other problem we have in terms of doing the math on these kinds of questions is that the math. You know, we were talking about the math, and the math yeah. doesn't allow it. But our math is very basic. It's kind of one plus one math. Yeah. What I'd love to see is actually what the specific cost. Of the event was yeah and then what I'd like to see is an economist sit down and do a benefit analysis right yeah. do a cost analysis do a benefit what were the benefits of holding this what's the knock-on effect how many advertising rupees were spent on this and what 
whether or not the rates for the next week of advertising on mainstream media, whether they went up or not, did sales go up, has the economy been buoyed? You know, the state bank collects some data, but I would love to see whether consumer confidence was boosted because of the PSL final. You know, my, my theory would be that actually it does, and actually it does substantially. People go out to eat more. Yeah. People spend more on, on leisure. That there, there's a real economic basis for this. It's not just. I think too many people, especially sort of you know Paralika types like you, yeah. think that the feel good part is just this amorphous nationalism. That's not really what it is, man. Like I, there's a. Whole I, but I'll add one thing, right? I think one thing that we have to keep in mind is that the general positive externalities that are calculated for sports events such as this are calculated with a certain degree of security. Right. This is a much, much more expensive proposition where you've got essentially one cop for every 2.5 people in the stadium. So that's a very expensive proposition. I, I wonder what the economics ultimately, I think also like if you're talking about a war society, then you've got in the war economy, things are also more expensive. But where I think, I think personally there was a net benefit is that it, one, it trained, uh, a whole generation of cops. You said you haven't read the piece yet, right? This yes. is exactly, this is one of the points I've made. Oh, okay. That we've done now in this country, yeah. basically an Olympic level event. Exactly. And now. We've trained a whole generation. Exactly. It's amazing. And it yeah. got international license, man, because yeah. the ICC security people were here. Yeah. They were here in the run-up. There's a lot of knock-on effects of this that yeah. we don't even know about yet, yeah. right? For example, there's a lot of smaller sports that are trying to do stuff. Yeah. Imagine the confidence that this builds for people to go to stadiums in the future. Absolutely. Now, it, concurrently, an honest analysis has to say that we've just raised the cost of every one of those events. Yes. Because. True. Because basically, you just like you and I. Exactly, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, one that, but yeah. also now that we've got this, right? You know, just like you and I are celebrating, there's terrorists that are weeping right now. Yes. Because they've just taken a hit. Yeah. So now they're going to work harder, and yeah. they're going to get smarter, and they're going to get, you know, yeah. leaner and yeah. meaner. Yeah. And so we can't just celebrate this. We have to look at, okay, now we've done this. What can we do to follow up that really takes the takes it to the next level? Yeah. The thing about Pakistan as we go forward is that we can't just pat ourselves on the back once we sign CPEC. we got to build it. Yeah. And we can't just build it we got to build it with with concerns about equity addressed in there yeah we can't point to a baluch or, or pashtun nationalist who's complaining even if they're actually taking foreign funding we yeah. can't say they're taking foreign funding we actually have to say can have we done everything we possibly could to address their concerns yeah right and then if they're still complaining after foreign funding then it'll be obvious to everyone and nobody will pay attention yeah. because people are generally genuinely want to People want to be happy. If yeah. you don't have that belief, then, then you can't. Nobody wants to complain about their lot in life, yeah. right? Yeah. And so uh, I've taken this way sort of, you know, macro. But what I'm trying to say is, for me, the, the feel good from this uh, should be multifarious and, and multitudinous, if that yes. makes any and sense. And no nefarious. No, and no nefarious, yes. right? Like domestic cricket. Yeah. This should give this a boost. Oh, definitely. Right? Yes. Uh, well, any reformers within the PCB, and, and, and I mentioned a few of them, you know, this yeah. uh, Shoaib, uh, the silly titty fellow. Yes. Know, uh, these guys, this young talent, like Amazing brains, brains yeah. like a computer, yeah. passionate, you know, Faisal Mirza, yeah. you know, who used to be with the Aman Sports. Yeah. He's probably the, 
longest operating sort of sports professional on, on the management side that, yeah. we, that we have in this country. Now, I know for a fact there's people that are watching these people. So we're going to have sports agents. Yeah. You know, uh, people have seen what Shahid Afridi did yeah. with his career. Yeah. Right. So this is all great for the economy. Right. And you don't have this great bounce unless you have the event. Yeah. So the event's value is not just, oh, I feel good as a Pakistani. Yeah. The event's value is that this value then generates multi-sectoral impact yeah. across the economy and across society. Yeah. So, and, and both positive and negative. Like I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to piss off the terrorists yeah. and they're going to they're gonna do something sooner rather than later uh, about, about it. They're going to yeah. express their unhappiness with Pakistan taking flight. Yeah. And, and so we can't, I guess, and this was my basis for supporting it. Yeah. We can't stop the plane and come back to the runway, man. Because yeah, then we're yeah. just on the runway. Yeah. We got to keep going. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think... One person who I think, it's interesting, I think I want to say something about Najam Sethi as well, which is that I never understood why he wanted this, right? Like, he's a guy who, at least from a journalism perspective, is a guy who's got a living legacy. He doesn't have to do anything more. And why he took this position or why he wanted it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the criticism that can come to it is also legitimate. However, I have to say he's done a phenomenal job like this whole PSL thing uh, just even with the final again one of the things that was odd to me is I thought it was a bit out of character how much he wanted it here but what a brilliant job and uh, all the others and I think it was like a multi-pronged uh, effort again the police uh, the civil administration and again on raising the bar just the fact that they had a makeshift, a makeshift 25 bed hospital that they had it in a certain area, the way that they got buses to round people in, um, all these things, just making, like, uh, the toilets were clean, all these things, again, like, uh, they're just functional aspects that makes one really proud. And, I, and I'm and i interested the way that, you know, Murad Ali Shah is now interested in having one in Karachi as well. These are going to be great knock-on effects. So you know, for years, and you've heard me say this, for years, yeah. I've said, let's criticize Shabaz Sharif for, yeah. for Punjab speed and, you know, sort of, let's do that. Yeah. But let's remember what he's doing. He's creating a model for, oh, I agree. for executive I agree. behavior. Yes. Now, some of that model is worth criticizing. You know, does it take along the system? Does it build institutions or is it destroying the civil service? Yeah. Is it pro sort yeah. of, you know, autonomy and democracy? And there are lots of legitimate issues. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, you know, absolutely we should criticize that. But when's the last time he had a chief minister in Sindh who was like, who had a pulse? I mean, Murad Ali Shah is, is like, he's, he's, he's Sindhi Shabash Sharif, man. Yeah. He's, he's all over the place, right? Yeah. And possibly, potentially even better because he has to work in circumstances that are not as luxurious as what the Punjab has vis-a-vis -vis PMLN. Yeah. There's, there'll never be a PPP dominance in Sin yeah. the way that it is, uh, you know, in, in other provinces for other parties. Yeah. So I think, I think good stuff always produces knock-on effects in terms of example yeah. and in terms of, you know, and for me, that's, that's really exciting. I agree. And I think lastly, once again, I'll say it. I love Darren Summy. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing particular about a guy who comes to a country and adopts the, the language and the culture and just really, you know, even if it's pretense, 
it's beautiful. Actually, and, one and other thing that, that comes to my mind, I wish we had that tradition of giving keys to the city. Because I want to give this guy a key to so the city. So I think city. he's in Peshawar tomorrow. I, yeah. I think they'll do something like that. I hope so. That'll be great. And if they're not planning to, then let's get on the phones and, and, and uh, the Twitters. And, I agree. And get, get people to do that. Yeah, I absolutely. absolutely. Let's do that. Absolutely. Fussy, season three is open with a, with a bang. With a bang. Yeah. A bang that doesn't mean anything except, you know, sort of the rhetorical. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've done so many of these podcasts after sad events. Yes. So. It felt good to do it's something. Good. And it's good to yeah. see you again. And it's good to start season Absolutely. three. Yeah. Uh, Same with Once you. again, thanks yeah. to all the listeners who've, you know, who've brought us back for season three. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, I'll catch you. Uh, I'll catch we'll you keep soon. at it. Yeah. All right. Have a great week and see you soon. Talk soon, everyone. Thank you for the office. <laughs>